good people of Los Angeles, this is Dweez. And Slim. We're here in the backyard at Exposition Park, and on tonight's episode, we welcome Styx, the man responsible for helping us usher in something we love, hip-hop, to the North End, to the Bank of California Stadium, to the LAFC experience. He's a guy who's been involved with the culture of hip-hop in Los Angeles for a long time, from his hometown of Watts, all the way through the crumping movement. We talk a lot about all the different phases of his life and how he got attracted to the game. And in general, it's a, it's a long conversation, but it's a good one. Yeah, this one's going to be a little longer than our usual podcast. Equal amount of cussing. Um, it's not really safe for work, but, you know, we're here to, to share with you guys our love for this culture, and we hope you enjoy it. Peace. FCFC. the FCFC pod where two scholars and dickhead look at the world <laughs> through a black and gold tinted glass. Today we are joined by the first person to bring a little bit of hip-hop flair into the North End. Yes, sir. Um, we've had a couple failed attempts. We're going to keep trying this season. <laughs> but, you know, uh, he kind of came in out of nowhere and and never left, and, and we love him for it. Um, welcome Sticks to the show. Hey, How you doing? hey, I'm glad to be here, man. I, 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 y'all can't get rid of me now. <laughs> we love it, we love it. You guys can't see it, but we also got Kai in the house. Hey, Sticks what's up, son. Kai? Say what up. Hi. <laughs> Kai, how old are you? I am 13. 13. Got 13. Kai, 13. You know, we're making things happen here in the backyard, <laughs> Expo Park. Youngest guest of the show. Sticks, man. Talk to me. I'm going to I'm gonna start it out this way. It was randomly on the internet, mm-hmm. checking things, obviously, oh. shameless <laughs> self-promotion. And I see this post from you right. that's like, LMU, uh-huh. 2007, mm-hmm. J. Cole, myself, in a freestyle cipher. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> wait, this all looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Man, I was there that night. That's nuts. I was a student at LMU at the time. I graduated wow. in 2008. Mm-hmm. And in that same era... I was running around interviewing, like, Yannick from you and I. That's Thursday. the homie. Those are the homies. You know, Mibs and Like. Yeah, like, and from Pac- yeah. I did Pac Div's first story for Vapors. Wow. Back in the day, like, their first their first profile. That's I was crazy. running around covering that whole scene as it was kind of bubbling up. And a lot mm. of it was happening at LMU because mm-hmm. Yannick was a student. Yep. Um, shouts to Thurs. You know, we know he listens That's to crazy. the That's um, crazy. We've been around, all right? Oh, wait, man. Let's go. Yeah. So, we did all crazy. All right, I know. I, I go for it. Like, Dwee's been around. I don't know what the hell you're talking about right now. <laughs> so, no, but then I remembered. I was like, wait a sec. I knew I had heard of Sticks. I knew I had seen him. I knew we had, like, probably crossed paths at some point. But it was crazy serendipity that That's the nuts. week you're coming on the show, I, like, I peeped that and I remembered it. But. Yeah, I was on Twitter when you so when you posted when you was like, "Yo, that's crazy." I was like, "Oh wow!" I know it sounds cliche, but small world or whatever. But right. I wasn't even supposed to be there that night. So Thurs and Yannick was like, "Hey, we doing a show at LMU." Like in 2007, I didn't go to nobody's shows. Like right. I didn't support nobody. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Six without down with you." I was not like I didn't like no one. Right. And so the relationship with Thurs. 
It's actually my son's godfather. Like, oh wow! So his uh, baby's mother and my wife are best friends. They uh-huh. went to high school with each other. Her name is Kalani. Yeah. And my wife's name is Felicia. They went to Sarah mm-hmm. together, and so that's how I know Thurs. So Thurs was a re- you know he had, you and I was popping at the time, yeah. and uh, obviously I was doing my thing. I thought I, I thought I was better than everybody, mm-hmm. even the homies. I didn't support the homies. They called and was like, hey, we're doing a show at LMU. So I called my homie Curtains, who rapped right after me. Right. We were all messing with Tyrese at the time. Tyrese, the actor, oh, singer, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and uh, Fast and Furious legend. Exactly. <laughs> so um, Curtains is from New York. So he moved out here, and we was just in the studio every day, every day. If you look at the video again, my shirt was dingy. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. Like, I came, like... Super like no haircut, cause we had just been in the studio like. For- See, he was on that J Cole swag way before J Cole. <laughs> no, I mean, this is pre. J Cole wasn't. J Cole was like, this was before the mix, the first mixtape he dropped. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, the warm up was it called? Yeah, the warm up. Yeah. yeah, it was before that. So get the nice taper going, you know, a little, little. Man, yeah, yeah. so look, so we go, and you know, you and I have the show, and me and Curtains is looking at each other, and I'm like, you ready to go? He was like, fuck it, let's leave. Uh-huh. So then I hear, I think it was Jonas, get on the mic and was like, yo, we gonna do a cypher. And I looked at <laughs> Curtin's like, yeah, we stay. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a line of like, I don't even remember how many people it was. Yeah. And we was getting bored because the first like six people were like terrible. Mm-hmm. Damn, how big is that cypher? You got six people was, go before you. It was a big giant, bro. Yeah. I so, remember everyone just kept lining up and going up. And here's the thing. So when it got to the homie Chris Focus, then it went to Sean Christopher. Chris Focus, Sean. It's crazy. These are all guys. Oh, man. man. This is like putting me back. Right man. Now. And then Sean <laughs> passed it to J. Cole. Yeah. I didn't know J. Cole at the time. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. I don't know. I didn't know why everybody was like, because as soon as he gave him the mic, everybody went, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, who is this? I'm about to serve this thing. <laughs> so he get the mic and, you know, he got off and it was like, it was like, cool. It was like, I was like, oh. Obviously, he's amazing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Amazing artist or whatever. Yeah. But at the time, I'm just speaking of that moment. I was like, oh, that was all right. That wasn't, that was whatever. No, for sure. So then it went to like two other people and then I got it. Yeah. Man, I was like, yeah. So it was perfectly set up because the dude who had it before me was trash. <laughs> <laughs> he was trash, as I tell my son. Like, trash. Just, just ass and trash. <laughs> like, trash. Bro. So. I was like, and the crowd got really silent, mm-hmm. and nobody like yeah, people yeah, yeah. clapped just because he ended. Right. They didn't clap <laughs> because it was right. fire. Mm-hmm. And so I got the mic, and I was like, "Yeah, sticks, yeah, Watts in the building." Yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. and then they put on Busta Rhymes, "Touch It." I was like, "Damn, why they put on this fast beat? <laughs> why didn't they give me something legend like my beat or something, yeah, brother? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? At, at least be the cliche and play the West Coast beat yeah, on the yeah, on yeah. the West Coast cipher. Yeah, right. Buster right. That's not they a, gave me Buster touch up. it, so I still got off. Still. Yeah. And then after I finished, I looked at Cole, and, you know, and then I gave it to Curtains or whatever. But that was wait, it. where where did you? How did that video come up like this week? Oh, well, my boy, his name is I call him Future. His name is Terrence. Mm-hmm. He went to LMU at the time. Mm. He sent it to me in my DM because he posted it on his Instagram story. Mm. And I was like, I've been looking for this video for years <laughs> because nobody seems to have it. And it was so many people in the building. Yeah. Obviously, 2007, YouTube and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And their yeah. social media wasn't really popping back then. Right. But I was like, somebody had to record this on their 
I don't know, Boost Mobile or something. <laughs> Boost Mobile <was laughs> sponsoring the concert. Right, right. So he sends it to me. He was like, yo, I was digging in the archives and I found this. Yeah. I was like, bro, send me this. And he sent me the entire video. <laughs> I was like, yo, what are you doing with all of this stuff, dog? What else do you have of me that you like hiding? Got it in the safe, yeah. Yeah, he was got like, I got a bunch of stuff. I just got to go through it. But he just sent it to me. I, the day he sent it to me is the day I posted it. That's incredible. I was like, yo, I was like, it's perfect timing. And like the day before, Kendrick liked a post I posted on Twitter of me meeting 3252 for the first time. Remember when I, you were there, when I came into, y'all was having yeah, a meeting. meeting. Yeah. 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 You were there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kendrick, I posted that and I was like, this is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Huh. Kendrick liked it the wow. day before I posted the J. Cole video. Mm-hmm. I was like, What's going on? And here? now you're on the show, man. And now it's I'm on the show. Lined, this is all lining up, right? This is the pinnacle. This is the pinnacle. Right, right, right. The visit to the backyard. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. K Dot's pretty cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm Yo, K Dot. Shout out to K Dot, future guest of the pod. <laughs> hey, absolutely. We'll see so, you soon, bro. But, yeah, <laughs> no, but like, you know, music's one of those things that, at least in Los Angeles, really connected with me with so many people, so mm-hmm. many things, and I was personally thrilled as these guys were when we started seeing you kind of pop up in the LAFC world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, I just want to hear a little bit about like your musical beginning mm-hmm. and like how you got started. And mm-hmm. obviously Watts, I don't actually know a ton of rappers from Watts. Obviously J-Rock, you got the Watts Prophets back in the day. Oh, you yeah. kinda, oh you that's, kinda, that's where it starts. You know, laid the foundation. But yeah, talk a little bit about specifically like the neighborhood of Watts and mm-hmm. how you got hooked into the rap game. In the beginning, I was a dancer. <laughs> Yo. Humbly, I'm one of the creators and founders of Crump Dancing. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, um, Whoa. we started it in Watson Compton. Like, the whole idea came from um, Tommy the Clown. They were doing, you know, they were clown, yeah, the clown dancers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We would hop out. So, you was out there with, like, Tide Eyes and Lil C. And so, Tide Eyes and Lil C was dancing for Tommy the Clown. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me give you the story. Okay. So, I created a group called The Cartoons because I was anti-clowns. Ah, I remember the cartoons. And my main goal was to destroy all clown dancers. Out of just pure hate. Just, I don't even know why. It was just spitefulness. Just spite. Like, it was the angry version of clowning. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was like, we're not going to paint our face. we just going to call it. We're going to name ourselves after cartoon characters. I was Daffy. The homie was Bugs. Yeah. Then it was Mickey Mouse. And like, it was hey. literally, I thought of that in the homie crib in Watts. Mm-hmm. And was like, we're going to be called cartoons. And it started with five people. And it grew to like, man, I don't know, 60 people in one group. But anyhow, so how Crump evolved is there was clowning and then there was cartoons. We still wasn't crumping, but we were just different. Yeah. One of the members, Little C, mm-hmm. ended up getting into some stuff with Tommy the Clown, mm-hmm. so he had to leave. And when he left, and there was like Miss Prissy and Miho and Tight Eyes and all them, they left with him. They didn't have nowhere to go. And the closest thing, the coolest thing that where they can go was the cartoons because we was anti Tommy the Clown. Mm-hmm. So they already had a little C had a vendetta. I'm going to get him back. Yeah, yeah. They found an ally naturally right there. Yeah. And I was already cool with Lil C because I was seeing him at like, there was a spot called the Patriotic Hall back in the day mm-hmm. where we used to just go party. It's cracking. All right, All right. Right Crack yeah. yeah right there So We had church there Back in the yeah. day Right right <laughs> So afterwards Right right, 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 right After, after Saturday right. night The Korean <laughs> church came in Cleaned it up So they could have service Yo that's crazy Yo. Y'all welcome to stay bro. Right, right. Service right, But we gotta have service Tomorrow morning Like you know So um, So after Lil C came around 
Miss Prissy came around. We did like Battle Zone Five or something like that. It was yep. like the first time we did Battle Zone, and we didn't win. You know, we made a powerful name. We had like, I hate it now, but we had like Gucci sleeves on our T-shirts and stuff like that back then. Mm-hmm. You ahead of the curve, bro. Knew ahead of the yeah. curve before I was a, the tarfoolery. <laughs> um, next thing you know, they they stayed around, and me and my boy Baby C, we call him Baby C. His name was Christian. Lil C and Tide Eyes came one night, mm-hmm. which is standing in the yard, mm-hmm. and we just started battling them. Right? Uh-huh. We knew we couldn't win, but we didn't care. And it got it was real. It was like a real aggressive battle. It wasn't clowning. It was just aggressive. Yeah. Then Lil C and Tide Eyes would go, and theirs wasn't really aggressive, but it was just better mm-hmm. and sharper. Yeah, Tide Eyes is a machine. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's no. like one of the best I've ever seen. In my yeah. life. Dance wise, he's he so kind of crazy. Bro. In our mind, we was like, man. We can't dance better than them, so let's just get more aggressive. Mm. They would dance, and they got more aggressive than us. And that's how Crump started to develop. Because mm. we, our perception of what they were doing was that it was just angrier than ours. Mm. So we would get even more angry. Mm-hmm. And we was channeling just struggle and shit that we come from. Because everybody that danced with us was like gangbangers. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it eventually evolved into this dance. And this was right around the time Lil John. Had crunk music. Mm-hmm. That's when it was like at an all time. Right. So everyone would confuse those words and it would exactly. annoy the hell out of me. Exactly. Really? And yeah. so what we did, because really what we did is we just replaced the K with a P. Yeah. It was like we gonna crump because it was aggressive. That music was just so aggressive. So were you part of that documentary that they did? Let me tell you. We gonna get there. Because <laughs> I we gonna get there. I was, we gonna get there. I was in Hawaii like doing missions work, but then I, me and my homies would like watch that documentary, like Bro, the series. Listen, we. Destroyed everybody in Los Angeles County. Uh-huh. Even went to Riverside, Palmdale, Hemet. We would battle everywhere and just destroy everybody. Cartoons. I'm the founder, the creator of this group. So now I'm just... And keep in mind, Little C and Tide Eyes, they didn't want to battle nobody because they felt they were too good to battle. So it was me and Christian doing all of the battling. So we really made spread crump out throughout Los Angeles County. So much that we end up getting an agent um, we um, we end up signing with Block Dance Agency, and we start going on auditions for commercials. I was the first one to get booked for a commercial. Hey. It was a Joe Boxer commercial. Everybody with tight eyes, Lil C, everybody auditioned. Yeah. I was don't I got picked. Yeah. The whole choreographers committee, like I'm talking about, this is the top choreo that didn't dance with Justin Timberlake, Michael Jackson, all of these. They had a private meeting and said if they let me get that commercial as a principal, that they'll leave uh, Block. Cause it's unfair. Cause I couldn't do choreography. I I couldn't. I can't pick up a two step to save yeah, my life. Yeah, but I can crump. Yeah. At the time. That's all emotion. You know, know what I'm saying? The director who picked me was like, I I I'd never seen this before. I'm intrigued of this. Right. She was willing to take the risk. Right. On just this new style that she never seen. Cause that's what it's about. It's expression. That's what art is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But everybody from Block was like, well. We gonna lose everybody if you book him. So they end up not booking me, right? Then I went on another audition, booked it again. Mm-hmm. Then went on another audition, booked it again. And it kept happening so much, and they kept taking it away from me that it got to a point where they was like, yo, we might get a lawsuit or something. Like, we gotta let him get something. Mm-hmm. And I went on the fourth audition, it was a K-Swiss commercial. Mm-hmm. Nine of us booked it. Mm-hmm. Then after that, we went to Carnival's Ball. It's this thing called Carnival's Ball, where all the top choreographers and dancers, like, do their routines and steps and whatever. At the end of the night, they do this big circle with all of the biggest choreographers all over the world. Mm -hmm. 
and we jumped in the middle for the first time and started crumping and everybody was laughing at us and like ah that's stupid you look like you're having a seizure and all of this it was crazy and so that night we just was like we're gonna take this shit over watch literally maybe about three to four months after that i got booked for this matrix 2 skit like for mtv was doing this matrix skit okay. whatever so at lunch this guy comes up to me it was me Lil c my boy Lil r and um dragon but they wasn't there it was just me sitting I, I walked away from the set right before lunch actually when i wasn't supposed to but i did it anyway so i'm chilling and this choreographer his name is fly styles i'll never forget he comes up to me and he goes yo you know how you you know how you book this i was like no and I didn't care. I'm from Watts. I was like still gutter. Like I had no professionalism. <laughs> You're here, yeah. And I'm yeah, just yeah. here getting money. Like they paid me like four hundred dollars for that shit. He was like, you know how you got this? I was like, nope. He was like, do you know who I am? I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he's like, yo, I like you. He was like, I'm Fly Styles. I was like, what's up? Yeah. And he was like, let me get to the point. We're shooting a movie. The director is David LaChapelle. And we thought we had crumping, but that's not crumping. What you and your boys do, that's crumping. We can tell because it's not that, what we got uh-huh. in our movie. And we was about to close out the movie, but we got to get this on film. Oh. He was, I was like, all right, cool, what you want to do? He was like, can we come by to where y'all practice or where to get down at? I was like, yeah, it's in Compton, long as y'all don't mind coming to Compton. They came, David LaChapelle, the whole, they whole team came. They, crew? they brought the whole oh, crew. Yes. They came to Compton. And then David LaChapelle and everybody was watching. And we just getting off. Shit was nuts. It was we breaking shit and all kinds of shit. It was crazy. Right? Yeah, man. That's why I fell in love with that artwork, too, man. So, next thing you know, David LaChapelle calls me personally on the phone. Says, hey, man. David here. So, we're shooting a movie. It's called Rise. There we go. So that's what it was, yeah. He said, we're shooting a movie. But wasn't there, before that, wasn't there like a five-part? Like- Get Crump. There we go. That was my, I executive produced that. I put that in. This is the EP so credit, crazy, baby. Bro. He's on here. I'm going to tell you why that crazy. happened. So it's all part of the story. And it's all part of where music comes into play. He said, I'm doing this movie. It's called Rise. I want to get you and all of your crew in it. What do you say? I said, sounds good, but tell me what you're going to do with this. He was like, bro, I'm like 23 years old at the time. Like 22, something like that. Young. He said, it's going to go to theaters. It's going to be worldwide. Great exposure. I said, hey, David, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, in the, in the drawer, but doesn't exposure mean free? He said, well, you know, it's going to be great. You guys will be able to book a lot of stuff after this. You'll be famous. I said, hey, man, um, I know somebody is getting paid for something. There has to be some type of budget. Yes, Keep in sir. mind, I don't know anything about the movie <laughs> business. I don't know nothing about nothing. Yeah. I'm just, it's just in my mind. Yeah. It's just something that's telling me, like, there's money somewhere. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can pay us something. I'm like, every we come from nothing, dog. Like, just give us something. Mm. Give us $1,000 a piece. You know what I mean? Dude was like, nope. He was like, take it or leave it. I said, leave it. He said, well, guess what? I'm going to get everybody to do this film with or without you. And I guarantee you they're going to do it. If you try to stop me, I'll make sure you never work in Hollywood. Mm. I said, <laughs> I said, fuck you. <laughs> and... He did the movie. <laughs> yeah. and, and nobody stopped him. And I'm actually in that film without permission. Mm. So when I knew they were doing that, I made a few phone calls. And I said, 
hey, y'all, none of y'all are going to get paid. Mm-hmm. How about we do our own DVD, mm-hmm. and I'll make sure everyone gets paid from this DVD. Everybody did it, but no one... St- I was like, yo, don't be in this movie. Don't sign that release form. Mm-hmm. I kept telling everybody, don't sign the release form. Let's do this DVD, and everybody will get a... It was like a board of like... I think it was like 16 of us. I was like, everyone gets a dollar per sale. Everyone. The DVD sold for like 16 bucks. Yeah. I was like, everyone will get a dollar. All we got to do is get out there and sell them. Yeah. And it'll sell on its own distribution. We had a distribution deal with like Universal and all kind of shit. Oh, shoot. Right. Bro, I was like, let's make money. Like, this is how we... I was on the independent shit way back then, not knowing I was on the independent shit back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. I just was like, yo, let's not get fucked. Nobody listened to me, bro. And the movie came out. Nobody got paid. The DVD came out. I made a little change. I mean, if I would have had everybody's support, we would have... By now, we'd probably definitely be millionaires off of that DVD. Because that DVD sold a million times over. And what happened was the executive producers who had it took it and sold all of the rights to Universal for like some crazy number. But because we didn't, I didn't have the support. We didn't have no attorneys. We didn't have nothing. Yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm 23 at the time. Right. Mm. Couldn't control it. But anyhow, you knew back then that exposure meant free. free time. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it, and that was the moment when all of that happened. Was like, I'm done with dancing. I'm gonna do something else. I had a friend, his name was Bad Luck, he's from Watts. Um, Bad Luck used to be, he used to rap with this producer named Rick Rude, who actually produced like Cater to You with Destiny's Child. And he used to be signed to Rodney Jerkins, which is a huge producer. <coughs> and um, Bad Luck would come on the street, he used to drive this Jeep mm. with Dayton's. I used to call it the Mustard Dayton's because he had this big yellow <laughs> fucking, uh, he got the spoke behind the spokes, it was yellow. Okay. He would play this mixtape he did. You know how hard it was to get into the studio back then, dog? And he had a whole mixtape. I was like, yo, how did... money, yeah. I'm like, how did you do that, bro? This shit is amazing to me. He was like, I don't know, just do it. Hmm. I was like, so we would sit in the car every day, and he would play, like, Cassidy freestyles, Mm -hmm. Rockefeller on Hot 97 freestyles. Oh, man, this is my era. Bro. This is like all this. Um, um, Fabulous freestyles with um, Desert Storm. Oh, man. Bro, he just would play all of these different freestyles and shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me fall in love with, like, rapping. Like, mm-hmm. rap. And this is before I, lit- I heard the Jay-Z album. Before My first favorite rapper was Fabulous. No, yeah. Ludacris. And then Fabulous. And then I got into Hot 97. From there, that's when I started. But what did you listen to as a kid? Like, what were your folks listening to? What were people that you knew? So from? I grew up with just my moms. Mm-hmm. I didn't build a relationship with my pops so I was, like, 20-something. Um... My moms didn't listen to rap at all. Like NWA obviously was like yeah, crazy. So I was thinking, devil's music. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's literally what it was in the house. And I snuck. So I don't know if y'all remember. There was this like thing you could subscribe to and you pay like $1.99 oh, yeah. a month and was you get like, like 20 CDs or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like CD. Oh no, what was it? CD. It's something crazy, bro. It was like you pay like. It was the subscription. I remember. And the subscription little, model was way back then. There was a paper that came out. And you could yeah, pick and you you pick what CDs you want. Number one thirteen. And yeah. you pay like one ninety nine, bro, and you get like twenty CDs. I remember that. And then you can get another twenty CDs in like six months, and then a nut like it was nuts. But you just pay one ninety nine a month. You have to return them. No, no you got to keep them. They're yours. Good ass deal, yeah. dude. That was crazy. Yeah. So 
It's probably why they didn't, they didn't last very long. Right. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't they were out there for a while, though. It was like four or five years. Yeah, so I guess they were thinking about quantity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But anyhow, I snuck and I bought Ready to Die. Yeah. I bought Doggy Style. I bought, uh, you know, N.W.A. Uh, and what, but what was mom listening to? Was it like, did she have, was she strong Maze. musical taste? Frankie Beverly and Mays. Um, Sade What else she listened to Kenny G mm-hmm. Who else she listened to um, That was just really it Moms used to blast Frankie Beverly and Mays Sade And and Kenny G All day long Every single day Or listen to 94.7 The Wave yep. That's the it wave. But what was, the, what was like the first In terms of like <laughs> right. Okay she, she wasn't really up on the rap tip She wasn't up on no the hip hop tip when did you start hearing like local Watts rappers coming out? Because obviously, like you got N.W.A. down the way, but bro, I didn't hear, I didn't even know anything about the first Watts rapper I knew about was Cam. Where, where all my East Side riders at? Whoa, whoa! Wow. Like I was the first person I knew that was actually from where I grew up mm-hmm. that rapped. And but Bad Luck was the first Watts person. <laughs> right. Like that was my inspiration because yeah, he was the true. homie mm-hmm. and he raps. I didn't look at it as you're not as big as. You know Jay Z or something like that. I just looked at it like, "Yo, you're from Watson. You rap. You're amazing." Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like my hero and shit. After listening to all that and him put me on game on all of these free, when he introduced me to the freestyle era, that's when I became a real. That's when I fell in love with like rap and hip hop. And then from there, I would just you know listen to different. Maybe because it was a little bit like dancing, right? Especially. I mean, bro. well, you, here's you the thing: like we dance, dog. I'm writing this movie. It's going to be crazy. The number one song that was danced to the most was Diplomat's Anthem. Real. From Diplomatic Immunity, bro. That song became the most popular because everybody else in the clown world was dancing to fast music. They would yeah, speed yeah. up the music and it would be really fast, really fast. We was the ones who slowed everything back Accentuate down. Accentuate the movements. And we said, no. Nah. It was two songs that were the most vicious. To if You couldn't even dance to these songs if you wasn't like... Fuck. Hey. hey! Don't forget the terminology. Hey. I did have that five-piece DVD. Hey. Some of so. my money did go into your pocket. <laughs> there it is. Make Fire. Honestly, no, it's crazy Fire. because I, I really fell in love with that movement. Dog, like, it's, it's nuts, heavy. It's, it's serious, bro. Like, like, so if you wasn't buck, which means like the best of the best, you couldn't dance. It was diplomatic, diplomat anthem. And there was a song by Dragon called "Respect My Gangster." Mm. I don't, man. man, I know Dr- Dragon. Man, you're throwing, you're getting the throwbacks to that Dragon and Twister song back. Bro, there, bro, oh fire! Those songs right there was like, oh yeah, you just just sit back and watch the show because it's somebody finna get murked. Yeah, you know what I mean. We were already dancing to raw rap and hip hop. Mm. You know what I mean. So from there, it was easy. It was an easy transition. Yeah. So when I actually, when Bad Luck actually taught me. He taught me how to count bars. He was like, this is a verse, this is a hook, blah, blah, blah. So I literally wrote like 30 raps, 30 songs in like two days. And uh, he came back then, um, like two days later on, on the block. Mm. I was like, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. By like the sixth song. He was like, all right, all right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> he was like, you know, it sounds cool. I ended up running into my cousin's baby's father, rest in peace. He had the studio inside his garage. And we actually filmed... A scene on the DVD, we filmed a scene in his garage of me rapping. Hey, huh. And uh, I recorded my first three songs. It was called, like, Life. The other one was called Tim's or Nothing. 
Cause I was a huge fan of Timberland boots. Tim's are no hell yeah, bro. The Tim's were were heavy in the the crump scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy. yeah everybody. Yeah. That's everyone. Okay. That's who you knew who was crump because they were dancing imagine. Timberland boots. Yeah, the most aggressive shoes on the way. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they they stomped the shit out of me. But to me, going back a little bit, like if there's any dance form that's close to like freestyle rapping. It's, it's crunk Yeah Like it's, it's Cause uh, yeah. like you said There's no choreography You hear the music You feel the music And you do whatever mm-hmm. To to you know Yeah breaking Breaking even has like There's sort of set moves Exactly Sort of set plays That exactly. you can sort of Throw into the arsenal mm-hmm. So to an extent It's not as free yeah. form As crunk and, and I used to love Watching b-boy battles And stuff But you would watch B-boy battles Back to back With the crump battle Yeah And you'd be like Honestly it's It's pretty cookie cutter If mm-hmm. you compare it To what crump is Yeah No It's like you know, every dance style before that, obviously, we, Crump can't be made without what came before it, just with all due respect. But like you said, Crumping was just an expression, bro. Yeah. Like, there's no, it's not like we woke up one day and like, let's invent Crump. You know what right, I mean? Right, it just right. it was happened. It's natural. And that's why it was what yeah. it was. And that's why it felt yeah. real. And that's why you people couldn't really figure it out because you, you can't just wake up one day and be Crump. Yeah. There's no formula to it. Yeah, man. And so, so yeah, the music evolved from there. It, like I said, the aha moment was I'm done with this dance shit after yeah, the whole movie it. and all. I was just, I was like, well, plus I have nothing else to prove. Now I have the biggest dance, one of the biggest dance style. It's embedded in dance culture now. Crump is forever, yeah. forever in dance. Yeah, once like, Lil C got into the ABDC. Oh world, yeah, was it was it was. A, so tie dyes end up doing ABDC. Mm-hmm. Little C was in. So you think. Uh, so you think you can so dance. You think you can dance. Mm-hmm. He was a judge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss Prissy was doing all kind of Broadway stuff. And when it, when I seen when I looked on YouTube, right when YouTube was just kind of getting popping. Yeah. And there was people in like Germany, and different parts of Asia. All like, cr- like crumping, mm-hmm. and like at crump sessions. Yeah. And I heard like somebody say, "Get buck!" Like all the way across the world. I was like, "Yo, I was the first person to say like, let's call this buck." Came when we created the term crump. Uh, that word is older than crump. Huh. We just didn't use buck until after everybody started saying crump, and yeah. it was like, let's say buck now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Because we was trying to think of names of what we wanted to call it. Mm. And I was like, this is like gutter. This is like raw. It's, yeah. it's buck. That's buck. That's buck. It comes from that. It's like gutter. It's yeah. buck. I got yeah. You, got so you, that's you. Mm-hmm. So that's where all of it came from. But anyhow, the music started from that. It came from that. Crump What's it era. feel like to see the cats from Germany and just doing, doing the dance that you kind of put into the ether like that? I mean, it's crazy, bro. Like, it's... I've been a part of a lot of things that where it starts from nothing, yeah, and then it grows into something that's kind of like worldwide. And every single time it happens, it's just like, yo, that came out of my my head. Like I didn't create Crump by myself by no means, but I'm a part of the core group that created it and made it become what it is today. But cartoons, I created that shit. Yeah, and cartoons is the group that introduced Crump to the world. Mm-hmm. On on rise the battle was between Tommy the Clown and Cartoons. Cartoons is my group, bro. Yeah. So it's like, I thought of that shit laying on the bed. That shit is nuts to me. <laughs> it's nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I, I just, I, shit, one day, I just hope my pockets get as nuts as my ideas. 
happening, man. It's no, yeah. Happen, dude. That's no. what's up. I mean, that's interesting. Let's um, when we when we come back, we're gonna talk about another another worldwide phenomenon, a little sport people, our listeners may have heard of, called football, croquet, called football. <laughs> <laughs> called soccer. Um, we'll, take break. we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Cool. All when I be doing all these meetings and stuff, and meeting with all these political figures, and I be telling them, I'll be like, yo, y'all don't understand how much art helps communities like yeah, or just having access to just anything athletics or art yeah it will save tons of lives you know what i mean and um because that shit saved us bro there's a lot of us i mean it was still a couple of us that a couple of people who was unfortunate who lost their lives mm. it's just because they just couldn't break away right but um that shit saved a lot of us bro from just fucking everybody that yeah, whole life. You up. ain't got nothing to do. You just you posted up on the street somewhere. That's it, bro. But because Sandra opened her door, mm. come over here and get buck. Mm. <laughs> just we would be there literally from sun up to sundown, back to so sun in up that in. DVD is probably one of her garages or something. Hundred percent. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yo, I was wondering whose house is y'all fucking. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that whole the whole concept of taking crump to a DVD, bro. That was me. That's insane. I, man. I did the I bought first that fucking DVD from Hawaii. I did the first <laughs> DVD ever for Crump Dancing. Who yes. shot that video for you? You just had a, This is this that? this guy from Israel. Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crook. Uh, <laughs> he was a uh, crook, bro. He got us. Damn. He got us cold. Came to my house one day after he did the deal yeah. with Universal. I had a dream about you. God told me I needed to take care of you. I'm like, bro, you use God for your bullshit. <laughs> You're foul. That's foul. He gave me like, he gave me like three thousand dollars, and then like, and flew back to Israel. Him and his wife. That's him muting God for a while. He's just like, you, you all mute. <laughs> I took, I took the principle, and right. I, I'm gonna do it by human ways. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, man. The industry's grimy. We are back in the backyard, Expo Park, tea time with Dweez, you know what it is. We got a little <laughs> Phoenix Oolong tonight. I love my on. Phoenix Oolong, dude. Hell a little yeah. bit of green tea, a little bit of Oolong tea. We like to switch it up here. This is actually uh, kind of a common tea for you. Like, I feel like you I think Phoenix Oolong? I think with Oolong things. is your favorite, though. I'm a fan of Phoenix Oolong. It's, they say it's the connoisseur's tea, all right? Oh, I, like to, I like to fancy myself a connoisseur. <laughs> You'll all say right? things in my language the, I've never heard I'm before. I'm one of the scholars in the building, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, I knew you were a trip when you were weighing out your teeth. Like, he weighs out his teeth. I am what I am. Tell me one time you've seen someone use that for anything else but exactly what other people use. <laughs> this man's a freaking hey. maniac. Yo, that's, that's, a maniac, but you know what? I embrace it and the more anybody embraces their maniac hood, the happier all of us are going to be. Yeah, yeah. We all need more maniacs in our lives. That is, that is, that is classic. I cannot disagree. Yo, Sticks. We're just gonna pretend each segment starts out in 2007. <laughs> if I if I got up on stage with you in 2007 and I was like, "Hey man, in 12 years, mm-hmm. we're gonna be in a backyard talking about a soccer team and a song you made about the fans of that soccer team," <laughs> <laughs> what would you have said to me? I would say, "Soccer? The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you meant you, you said basketball wrong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you said basketball wrong. 
Why are you mispronouncing basketball? Like right, that? bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so like let's reach, let's let's trace it then. Let's trace it from that moment. Like, how does what would soccer have meant to you then? And through the years between now and then, how did the sport even appear on your radar? So in 2007, I was so shallow-minded in regards to I didn't understand culture and like race and different ethnicities, and I didn't really know what that. You know, I was, and Watts, there's a history behind why a lot of people from Watts kind of get stuck in Watts. Uh. It's like postpartum de- depression. Like, it was a law back in the day, like the 50s to 60s, where you couldn't go outside of Watts. Yeah. You'd get, like, beat. Yeah. This is a real thing. So my parents or her parents couldn't even leave, right? So it kind of gets passed down generation to generation. So you kind of feel like you're stuck there, but you're not stuck there. You yeah. know what I mean? So that explains that side, but... I didn't really understand cold, different cultures until I started traveling. Mm. You know, music allowed me to be able to travel different countries and just meet different people. I've been to the Middle East. I've been to, you know, Fiji. I've been to the Dominican Republic. I've been to the Caribbean. I've been to Bermuda. I've been to, like, Europe. I've been everywhere. And I started meeting just different people. And uh, that's what opened my mind. But back, so I rewind back then. I always thought soccer was for... Mexicans mm-hmm. And I say that Not disrespectfully I'm talking about The mind frame yep. Back then mm-hmm. I thought It was only for Mexicans mm-hmm. Because where I grew up Mexicans were the only one That played soccer Right So If you would have told me Back then That I would be doing this That's why I was like You pronounced basketball wrong bro mm-hmm. It's like You're ridiculous <laughs> And 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 there was more of a divide back then between... 100%. Yeah, like the, the streets... The, the different thing about L.A. is the streets move very much how the prisons move. Mm-hmm. So whatever's going on in prison is happening in the streets. Absolutely, so man. So Mexicans and blacks were Absolutely, not getting along Absolutely, bro. At so, and then I was like fresh out of high school not too long ago. And like we were just fresh off the Mexican versus blacks fights mm-hmm. yeah. in school. Like that shit is stupid, bro. Yeah. It's like the dumbest shit in the world. Like, any race feuding against any race is just stupid to me, bro. Yes, Especially now that I'm older and I understand, like, what the real shit is about. Yeah. That shit is dumb. But anyhow, and then as I started to go to different countries, mm. I started to see how huge soccer was. Mm. I was in dude, Qatar, hmm. Middle East, in the UAE. Who are you doing there? I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's a couple. He's a decade early for the World Cup, bro. I was, right. So, true story. I sat in a meeting with the guy who negotiated the deal to have the World Cup in Qatar. Real. Mm-hmm. He's like in that scene, just like Qatar. Business. He was the one who did the deal. Wow. Because the Sheka is actually a woman. Sheka. Oh, real. Is who wanted the World Cup in uh, Qatar. Oh. That's what no no one knows. This is a yeah. you hear it first. Nobody even knows. Why that. is that not in the the press, dude? That would be huge news. I don't know, I don't know man. Because they the first the only thing in press is that, huh? right. The only thing in press that they say is Qatar is abusing people and building that stadium. That's True. the only thing that came out. That's but, all I hear. But I was there, so I seen it. So anyhow, they're I, not abusing anybody. It's just work. I'm in Qatar. I'm sitting at Nobu. There's a Nobu, like <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. Shout out to the Nobus out there. <laughs> Globalization Nobu, baby. <laughs> Nobu and Qatar. That was already crazy to me. Anyway, I was like, there's a Nobu here? <laughs> like, yo. This group is like balling. Yeah. Uh, so 
I'm meeting one of the owners of Barcelona walks up. What are you doing here? I'm like, wait, what? What are you doing here? <laughs> uh, he starts cracking up laughing, right? He was like, what are you guys, you know, talking about to me and my crew? We were like, who are you, bro? Like, he was just so, he was so narcissistic, bro. Uh, yeah. It was just nasty. Rich yeah. shit. You Barca fans out there, yeah. hear that shit. Bro. <laughs> bro, it was just so nasty. He's a Barcacist. All right, so, <laughs> that's good. I like that. So, he sits down. Uh-huh. And it's because we had Hassan. Hassan is the one who negotiated the World Cup. Mm -hmm. So everybody knows Hassan. Right. And he knows all of the owners of every team. Mm -hmm. And so he couldn't figure out why I was sitting at a table in Nobu with Hassan, who works directly with the Sheikah and the Sheikh and yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah. So he's sitting down. He's running off at the mouth. Yeah, uh, Lionel. I can get Lionel to come down tomorrow if we want. And, yeah. And, and Lionel, Jesus. Right, exactly. <laughs> and me. It ain't Lionel Richie, folks. You know, right. We're talking not, about someone else. Exactly. And so. Spins off. Right. I'm at the table like, who the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> right? He says his full name finally. So when he says Messi, I said, hey, that's who Jay-Z was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my guy who lives in the Middle East. He was like, oh, yeah, like, Messi is, like, the guy. It's him and Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I heard of Ronaldo, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really know, but I heard of him. And, and so my guy is like, no, like, this dude is, like, this owner dude is, like, filthy rich. Right, right, right. He's, like, the guy. Mm -hmm. That was the moment that say, let me check this soccer thing out. <laughs> let me teach you football. What is this football? The, <laughs> this other football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most radical flex I've heard of ever. Anyone like come in contact with the game of football? Like I was sitting with the Barcelona managing director. And right. I could bring Lionel Messi into, into freaking Qatar. Right. He was like him and his wife. They party all day and night, and I can get him to come tomorrow that's and all of this. Wild. Well, and it's he, funny because it's like you said. What did you say? Like that's the guy Jay Z was talking about. Yeah. Man, whether it's like seeing Pusha T wearing a AC Milan jersey right. on stage. Right. Whether it's seeing No Can Do at Low End Theory Fire. rocking the Japanese jerseys. Yep. Whether it's, you know, honestly, like top to bottom, it doesn't matter where in the industry you are, the way that... In, sidebar, in, in, sidebar, yeah. true story. No Can Do um, battled at a rap battle event that I used to do in L.A. called The Pit, and he won it. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy. Hey. Yeah. But no, continue. Okay, we got the land on yeah. the table. We got No Can Do's article in the, ma in the oh, new fire. magazine right there. Yep. Fire. Um, well, but what's happening with like this internationalization of like hip hop, right? Mm -hmm. Like as artists go tour, this does happen. And I think like indirectly, somehow the game worm worms its way into people's brains, mm -hmm. right? Like whether it's through playing FIFA out there with somebody, mm -hmm. getting in a conversation with some of the fans out there, just seeing the going to see the game, going to catching the game. And so they come back as like unbeknownst like missionaries of the game mm -hmm. back to the states mm -hmm. because like correct me if I'm wrong but like black culture in LA mm -hmm. has never really had a relationship with the game ever ever as far as I know right uh, I mean last time I checked <laughs> you yeah, know I, yeah. last time I checked I was black too so yeah. <laughs> might change. Snoop Dogg is a bit of an advocate for FIFA other than right. that the I, only black person that I seen was. <laughs> really gun ho for soccer was Kobe Bryant. Yeah, true. That's Italian true because roots. he grew up at the Milan. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit Kobe of Bryant. That was it. I didn't see it. And I used to be like, why is he always kicking the ball around? <laughs> yeah, he should be yeah, shooting yeah. the ball, not kicking one. <laughs> right. Pick it up, Kobe. Right, right. <laughs> Damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. Nah, that's fascinating, though. Holy shit. Um, yeah. 
what, so, did, what did what did people think about it back then? You just didn't think about it, like when you were a kid. Man, I was in the seventh grade, sixth grade, and we used to play soccer on the field when we couldn't play basketball. Mm-hmm. And I would play with the it was the homie Clemente. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought soccer was for Mexicans. Yeah, yeah. Clemente would always want to play soccer every day. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it, let's play with Clemente. Hey. <laughs> So, cause we, the basketball court was torn down. Somebody ripped it down. Or some uh, shit. From uh, somebody came after school and dunked on it and ripped that shit. <laughs> Stop doing that shit, y'all. Right, right? man, messing it up for, for the kids, kids out here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we start. We had to play soccer for like two weeks mm. straight. I was like, oh, you know, it's not bad. It's kind of fine. I'm fast already, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, I just couldn't dribble with the ball. Just the finesse. Nothing. I had no <laughs> soccer finesse at all. I just was fast. I would kick it really hard in front of me and just sprint and try to kick the ball. We had a little, that was a brick wall, and we drew a goal on the wall. It's like straight ghetto shit. Like, I love it. I love that Yo, it's like, that's the passion for the sport. Some Adidas marketing exec just had a wet dream about that. Somebody do the new street event. (laughs) I've been wondering how we're going to make this cement wall. A goal on this wall. Oh, man. Yo, but what was the first, so what was the first game you ever went to, like, in terms of a professional game? LASC. Oh, for real? Yeah. First game I ever went to. Expedite that. Which one was it? Which game did you go to? Man, I went to, like, eight, so I couldn't, um... Um, if you show me your schedule, I can tell you. Um, Sticks, um, you met us at the supporters at the Experience Center. Yes. Right? And then mm-hmm. soon after that, we saw you at a game. Absolutely. But before so. that, you had already been to your first game. No. But that was the first time. I think we might have met him first before he went to a game, right? Was that right, Sam? Yeah, I don't think you went to a game yet. <sighs> Let me think. Rich just introduced you as, like, this guy's really into Watts. This guy's. No, I've been to a match. So, because here's how it happened. Here's how it happened, happened. Mm. So true story. This is the you hear first. Uh, no one knows first. this. Hey, Adidas. I tried to. I was trying hard to get Adidas to pay attention uh-huh. via the music. Uh-huh. Obviously, Adidas got Pharrell and Kanye and Pusha T. So I'm a small fish in a huge ass pond. Right. Right. And fucking, I'm swimming with sharks. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what the fuck? How can I get there? Like, how can I get them to fucking cut a check? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still haven't happened, but I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I got something better. Okay. Hey. Um, Shout out Nike. I right. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out, Sean. Cut that out right now. We're trying to get the three-check money, baby. <laughs> so I, um, I performed at Crush Groove, Crush, right? Okay. Crush Groove at the Great Western Forum. That day, I was like, fuck, man. What, do I, what am I going to wear? I'm really trying to tap into this Adidas. Word. I went into the Adidas store at the Fox Hills Mall, <laughs> and I bought an LAFC away kit. Oh my! God. And some James Harden oh, tennis yeah, shoes. Yeah. You just saw it hanging. You just saw it hanging on the. I just seen it hanging on the rack, bro. You had never even seen the. Didn't logo. even know what it was. Didn't know anything. You didn't even seen the. Never in my life, bro. Never, 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 he never. Saw two brands he wanted to get checked from. He saw YouTube and exactly. <laughs> Adidas. He's like, yeah. YouTube. I'm like YouTube. I need this. I need this. This Brinks truck. Uh, Fuck the bag. I need the Brinks truck. Fuck the bag, baby. So I need this So truck and I was like. It had that little ass Adidas logo on there. Word. And I was like, nobody in hip hop really rocking soccer kits. No, nah, no. Nah. Nobody. I was like, and my boy was like, yo, I like that on you, man. He was like, it looks good on you. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who, what team. I didn't know nothing oh, about it. Man. I just could've knew it a, said. It could have been a team in France. I, it could have been anywhere. But you, no, yeah. it said LA. Oh, so right. you did notice LA. Yeah. And you were like. I was right. like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I was exactly. like, because yeah, yeah. anything LA, I'm all over. 
I bought it in some James Harden shoes, right? So I wore it that night on also stage and from Watts, low key. Oh, so, real? Yeah. But okay. went to high school right next to me in Artesian. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Went to Artesian. Yeah, yeah. So, Why aren't y'all talking about Harden more then? What the hell? He's Harden don't claim Watts. He's like an a-hole. I see, he I don't see. claim Watts. <laughs> all right, yeah. all right, all right. He did halfway Kardashian. What, <laughs> what people don't know is James Harden is actually an incredible baseball player. He actually That's can so hit the ball far as a – he's strong as a bull. That's wild. Okay. If you can't tell. Shout out to James. We know you're listening to the pod. Shout out to James. Um, so you rock it on stage that night. Rock it on stage. 18,000 people. That's what it is, yeah. Shout out to Tim Nickloff from Adidas. Yeah. Tim, actually, future guest of the pod, too. Yeah, hell yeah. Fire. Tim, without me knowing, sends those pictures to Rich. That is, yep, now he, I remember. He said, you need to holler at this kid or this dude. He's rocking your kit. And repping for LAFC, and he probably don't even know what he's repping. <laughs> and he couldn't be more correct. <laughs> and, and, right, and he said, yo, and it's hip-hop, and he's dope, and he got a nice following from LA. Yeah. You better get on this. Mm-hmm. Ben Chi hits me in the DM. Mm. Yo, <laughs> what up? You should come to the match. Yeah. So at first, I ain't going to even lie, I brushed it off. Yeah. I was like, eh. You hit that bet you second choice, bro. We ain't <laughs> job, bro. I was like, eh. You should have come correct. So yeah. I had my wife email. But for some fucking reason, GoDaddy servers be fucking up my email, and uh-huh. it always goes to the junk folder. Mm. Okay. So my wife sent the email to Ben, yeah. and he didn't respond back. So I was like, why he didn't respond? Mm. So she sent the email three times and never got a response, but that's because it was going to junk, and he didn't know, and Jeez. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I DM'd him back after like two games had already passed. Right, a mm. couple weeks, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck it, let me follow up on this shit. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm down to come. He was like, all right, cool. I can't remember what match it was, dog. Remember what month it was? April. April? No. That might, that was... No, no, August. 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 That seems that seems right. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. That was towards Sporting Kansas City? Maybe. Colorado? Colorado. Okay. Real Gotta Lake? be. Colorado? Gotta be Colorado, for sure. Because I remember that viv- I remember the Colorado match vividly. Okay. You know what's wild is that we we were in a meeting, Rich was te- talking to us about you, describing you. Yeah. And then he's like, Do you guys want to meet him as a thirty two fifty two? And we're like, if he has anything to do with LA and Brutes and Watts and everything that he's doing there, hell yeah, we want to be. That's there. fire. Hell yeah. Dude. So there's no question. That's fire. Yeah, I, pre- yeah. I appreciate it. For sure, bro. Yeah. So I come to the match. The funny part is Tony Toledo from WSS, where I'll shoot sale. Mm-hmm. That's been my boy for like 14 years. That's wild. So he was like, so Benchy invites me, shows me where the seats. I'm looking at this shit. I'm like, wow, this is fucking Disneyland. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> I go back in at halftime. I got there like right. No, I got there at halftime. So I hadn't even really seen, got the impact of 3252 yet. Okay. I just see that. Like, I'm like, yo, the stadium is crazy. It's nice. It is. (laughs) Tony Toledo sees me. He's eating. He's like, yo, have you met Rich? I was like, who is Rich? Rich happened to be standing like right by me when I say, who is Rich? (laughs) So Tony said, he's right there. Rich, you meet Sticks? Rich said, Sticks This is what we've been waiting on So now Ben is like Fuck it <laughs> So um, So Rich does Hype know, man of the year Hype man of the year Dog yeah. does his thing Show me Now the, the second half has started mm-hmm. Now it's going uh, 
And I'm just sitting there, me and my wife were there. I'm just sitting there like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Bro, that was the moment where I said this. I said, I am, and Dom Kennedy was there that day because mm-hmm. he's a season ticket holder. Mm-hmm. Right. Shout out Dom. Dude. Shout out Dom, Yo. Mr. Homie. I was like, shout out Youngin. Why is no one from LA all like here every match? Like, why is nobody here? I couldn't understand it. And I was like, you know what? Good. Don't nobody have to come because I'm going to come. Yeah. And I'm going to bring everybody and make everybody come because this is just something. Forget the sport. It's just the energy and the feel. It's just somewhere you want to be. Yeah. And all of the love from every Everybody loves each other. At least for 90 minutes, everyone loves each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I was like, yo, I'm coming back. So I came back. Then I came to one more, and then that's when the meeting happened. Right. And I came to the meeting, mm-hmm. and it was real love. Lo- no, 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 no. Before the meeting happened, mm-hmm. I hit Rich up. It was like 9-something at night or 8 p.m. at night. I said, hey, bro, send me all of the taglines for LAFC 3252. Give me the slogans. Like, give me the, the blood, sweat, and tears. What do y'all say? Like, what is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like street by street, black by block, mm. one by one, you know what I mean, 3252. Shoulder to shoulder. You yeah. know, shoulder to shoulder, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool, I'll hit you back in about an hour. He had no idea what was happening. I was in the studio when I hit him, and that's when I did the song. Mm-hmm. Wow. At the one of the matches, I stood in front of the North End, and I just recorded. That's when I recorded the chant. Mm, yeah. I recorded it on my phone. I said, I'm going to make a beat out of this. Huh. It took me like 12 attempts with me and my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I find, when it finally was, mm, 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 I was that's like, this what, is yeah. it. I said, this is it. And so after I, we got the beat right, that's when I hit Rich. He mm. sent me over in a text message. I did this. I literally wrote and recorded that song in 35 minutes. Literally. That's crazy. Literally, it just was like, and you were just feeling it, like you were still just feeling the residue energy from being there. And you're just like, I want to make a song. I'm a passionate person. That's it. Whether it was crumping, whether it was music, <laughs> and I it. just want to express myself. Keep in mind, I said it. I keep saying this. Rich can tell you, Ben can tell you, whoever can tell you. I'ma tell you. My wife can definitely tell you. <laughs> I have received zero dollars for anything that I've done for LA, with or for or around LAFC. Zero. This is all passion. It's all love. It's all just like. Fuck it You know what I'm saying And so uh, Did the song Rich was like He wrote back Hmm Interesting (laughs) He said He said Can I send to a few people That's what his wheels Are turning And he posted it Now that I He told He posted it in the WhatsApp Yeah. Yeah Famous WhatsApp, yep. most critical motherfucking right. WhatsApp in the world. Right, <laughs> the black hole. So motherfucking goddamn, that's yeah, stronger than the goddamn uh, the White House WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> so when he posted it in there, all I know is Rich texts me after that, and he goes, "Uh oh." I was like, "Uh oh, what?" I was like, "Is it well, bad? Is that bad or troll, good?" Dude. <laughs> he said, and then he said, "Look at Instagram." So I'm looking at it. So I. Go on Instagram. Oh, man, I and this everybody was posting their own picture with the song behind it yeah, 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 yeah. on Instagram. Yep. And I was like, yo, this is so crack. That's wild. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. so fire. And I was like, but it's not finished yet. It's not even mixed or nothing. That's the right, that's the it's music side yeah, coming. I was like, yeah, yeah. this is so dope, but it's not finished. <laughs> I was like, oh. That's man. all we needed, bro. We needed a, a bite and bro, it was going yeah. off, dude. After that, I was just like, you know what? 
It is what it is. Let it go. If this is what everybody, if this is what represents and everybody's comfortable with it, I'm comfortable with it. And so from there, that's when Rich really was like, you know what? We really appreciate what you're doing, man. Like, you didn't have to do any of this. Yeah. You know, and we've reached, as an organization, we've reached out to everybody. Mm, right. And not everybody, you Gets know, it. nobody, sure? they don't get it. He was like, you get it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, it ain't really about getting it. It's just, it's just energy, bro. I'm, I believe in, like, I'm a science, like, fanatic. Mm. You know what I mean? And I believe in the universe and atoms and plus and minus and, like, I calculate everything. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And so anything with that kind of electricity is just, it's, it's inevitable that it will be something giant. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it could, not only that, it takes place in the most electric fucking city in the United States of America, one of them mm-hmm. in the United States of America. But outside all of that, it is probably the most perfect melting pot of culture yeah. that you could find. I'm talking about um, Asian culture, black culture, Latino culture, you know what I'm saying? European culture, yeah. fucking uh, LBGTQ community. Yeah. Like, it's so many different communities, and it's all there, and everyone's the same. Mm-hmm. Right. There is no color. Yeah. Like, there's no race. There's no ethnicity when right. everybody's there. At the bank, I've never felt that in my life outside of, I don't know, playing basketball or something when we playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in an all-star game or right. something like that. But <clears throat> Nothing else matters, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Other than sports and food, it's not. there's not much that exactly. can get over those barriers. Exactly. You know what I mean? So... That's what drove me, man. That's that's that's, that's the story. Awesome. That's so, the so LAFC no, story. So nothing in LA ever felt like that, like no festivals that you had played or like music things. Never. Because I, I find that like the only comparison I can ever think of is like in terms of the energy is like certain certain shows you go to and certain artists when they're performing, the crowd can get that way. But I've never seen it in a sports thing in America before. Never, bro. Before I came. I um, I'm gonna say this. Maybe I'm I am a little lame for it, but I had to do it. Mm. After the first match, mm-hmm. I went on YouTube and I wrote "soccer for dummies" because I wanted to understand the game. Ah, uh, bro, yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Because I was like, "Yo, that's I really the most fucking love letter to soccer I've read in my life." Dude. I <laughs> understand the game. That's, that's incredible, bro. I was like, I don't want to. I don't ever want to go on a because now I'm like getting asked to do like interviews and shit, right? Mm, yeah. To talk about the music, but also talk about soccer. Sure, mm. sure, sure, sure. The last thing I'm going to do is make myself look like an ass. <laughs> you we know realize I mean? that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so after the first match I went to, I literally spent like three days mm. looking up every video, just the rules. Mm. Rules of the game, rules of the game, rules yes. of the game, rules of the game. Then I started watching a bunch of highlights like yeah. Paul Pogba. Hey, shout out um, Paul, dude. Best midfielder in the world. Marcus Rashford. Yeah, yeah you know how to create. Hey. Hey. Are you a United guy? I was hey. a little bit. Hey. Yeah, he's black and gold at his heart, so that's all good. Um, fucking. There's a little bit of red on that YouTube, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're, it's like 90% United guests. So I far. mean, because uh, we're in the right, dude. That's yeah. I'm going to have to start recording bro, podcasts fire, on the side with some Arsenal they're, fans. That's like cheating. All three of us left. That's like cheating. That, that right. team is like. Fuck yeah, I mean, Man United All-Star got team. the Young Black Excellence thing going too right yeah, now. Yeah, man. man. Let's be honest. That's fair. So, um, so you so you start Googling it, you're learning about the game. Yeah, man. Obviously, Ronaldo and Messi is like, yeah, that's I mean, cheating. That's like yeah. the cheat code. Yeah. Ronaldo is like probably the biggest sports athlete in the world. Yeah. Human cheat code. You're right about that, dude. Just yeah. like the, the prime excellence of everything that we're doing right it's now. It's like Ronaldo is like more athletic to me. And Messi is more like magical. Yeah, he's a magical. Yeah. To me, he bro kicks the ball and the ball just does some yeah. crazy like 
He I don't with, even the physics of the ball. Just right, it's just it doesn't him. make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. He's a Lord of the Rings character. Exactly, bro. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. Taking the ring. So I can so I can't really digest those two players because it's like not real. You're not gonna see that. But everybody else I name is like. All right, cool. Yeah. And then I dug a little deep, and I was like, well, let me focus on the home team. And I seen what Carlos did in the World Cup. Yeah. I was like, damn, they got the biggest player from Mexico, like, ever, right, almost. Right, right. <laughs> like, he's, like, That's scored a, a goal. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. In this in this era, like, bro scored a goal in the World Cup. You know how giant that is? Yeah. Um. That's why that, that signature hear, left foot, right, man. Oh, my God. With the curling into yeah. the corner. Bro, that's that's... That's yeah. the signature he, right now. He, That's he's what's in amazing. the top five left feet in the game right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, bro. Who's who's got the style points like that in your mind? Like the sport you grew up watching basketball. Like who's got the who's got style like that? Who who can like who knocks down when they shoot? It looks like how Carlos does when he shoots. I'll use this comparison. As far as because you can't really make the comparison, but you, Allen Iverson and Carlos Vela is like. Jeez, oh, that's new. Okay, okay, explain, explain. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. I just feel like, because Carlos is like, he's crafty. Like, he is. He's crafty when he dribbles. Like, right, you know right. what I mean? And then when he, that little, that, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that, me, che- that cheeky fucking. Yeah, yeah the left foot. The, the, yeah, bro. It's, it's, and so, Allen Iverson got the crossover, so it's like, right, right, right. Uh, uh, and then he just kind of gets it up over you, and you're like, how the fuck did he? He's like six foot Hell three. Hell yeah, dude! To you me, say the AI needs a wrist guard, bro. He needs a wristband right now. Right, wristband on his on his forearm. Yo, yeah, Carlos should just get cornrows for like one match. <laughs> <laughs> like, and with a headband, yeah. that should be fire. Yo, first soccer player to wear wear a headband, bro. They'll change the change the game. Change bro. the game. Hell yeah! Change. I'll sponsor that, bro. Let's let's go. Let's FCFC Pod gonna sponsor. Come on, the first bro! Headband. Headbands. Dog. Hell yeah, dude! That's next level. Lee wouldn't wear the kind of headbands. He does, yeah. but it's not a headband. It's not the same it's like kind a, of headband. But he's he's that means right, he's fucking. And when should wear a do rag then? Yeah, <laughs> yo, if he come <laughs> out in a do rag, bro, I'd be amped. Hell yeah, do it for the homies out here, dog. Yo, 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 yo do it for Westminster out here. He's from yo. Houston, dog. You know he, he is from Houston, bro. He got a do rag yeah. right now, yeah. bro. Yo, I met. So we did media day the other day, right? Uh huh. And so everybody was there, obviously. So and went. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think he was like that cool, mm-hmm. like because I never had got a chance to have a, ever have a conversation with word, him. Word. And so it was my first time ever. Like, yo, what's up? He was like, yeah. what's up, dog? Like, yeah. I was like, yo, yeah. Lee went country as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Lee, <laughs> yo, hell. Lee, like he's like cool as shit. Yeah. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah, I ain't even front. Like Carlos was cool. A lot of because everybody say, man, you don't never want to talk to nobody. And I, uh, yo, Carlos was uh, dancing and shit back there. I guess yeah. Yeah. Carlos, like, I feel like he'll associate with people that don't have to do with soccer all day. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Carlos Rich, loves the life because you know everybody is always like, yeah, wait, yeah, wait, yeah, wait yeah, oh, you're oh. right, you're right. So Rich was like, Carlos, I want you to meet Sticks. I'm like, what's up? And he was like, yo, he did the anthem, blah blah blah. He was like, oh, for real. He was like, yo, I can't wait to see it and hear it. Like, I was like, yeah, I ain't going to lie. I, th- I think Carlos Vela just has an infatuation with like hip hop and black <laughs> culture, dog. He yo, just loves it. You know who, you know who we got to get it on the, on, the, on, the, on the show? Who's that? Uh, Dio. I would love Dio. Dio's a hip hop head. Ex- that's what I was about to say. Me Against the World is his favorite album. Yeah, oh, and you know, you know uh, Dio be listening. No, every time I've sat down with Dio, shout out to Dio. Wow. He's definitely the music head, at yeah. least the type of music that I like, mm-hmm. you know. We'll talk to him, Ryan and I will talk to him about music, mm-hmm. primarily, because he, he loves music. Mm-hmm. And where he grew up in Norway, like uh, the way a lot of his friends all connected, people from all over, kind of immigrant community, 
was all hip hop. Yeah. And he was like Tupac growing up, Me Against the World. He's like that's yeah. that's that was like oh, my, you... my anthem. Most recently, he's been listening to the Meek Mill. He dug he digs the new Meek <laughs> oh, Mill. Album. That's what I mean. You know damn well Dio only listens to aggressive ass hip hop. Right, right. <laughs> By far, he is just the angriest person I've seen. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, how you gonna be mad after you score, dog? Celebrate. <laughs> Why are you still yelling at people? <laughs> Celebrate your back, bro. I love it. I love, yeah, I love his passion, bro. He's scoring 25 goals this year, bro. I freaking believe that yo, shit. Yo, he's yeah. a beast. Bro. Hell yeah, dude. But, All right, so, let, let's uh, want do. You guys want to do one quick, one more break, and we'll get back into it. Cool. Let's wrap it. Yep. Yeah. And we're back. We're still with sticks. We're still hanging in the backyard. We're having a great time. We're having tea time. I'm glad you guys can join us here. Um, Chilling a bit. Sticks, man. You know, we talked a lot about the past so far. We talked about, you know, how we all got here, how we all got sitting around the table now. Mm-hmm. What do you think 2019 is going to bring for you? You know, where, where are you at in terms of the type of project you're involved in? It's all don't, good. Don't, don't mind my son and his uh, Dan TDM or whoever the heck is <laughs> watching him. Uh, <laughs> all good, man. Um, bro, for me... It's going to be a lot of first ever. I'm going to I'm going to show the entire hip hop world that you don't even need the recording business anymore to even create you know a following or just be a part of something huge. Nobody's I guarantee you after this year every MLS soccer team will have a hip hop representative. Hell yeah! Mm. I mean, we already seen it with Waka, right? He's we- coming to the games. There's no song. Oh, has he not recorded anything yet? There's no song. There's no video. There's no real content behind it. Watch, it's already happened. Let me tell you why. You know what? You'll see it. I'll just say that. I've already spoken to Adidas, MLS, everybody about what should we do next? What should we do next? What should we do next? This is how I know it's going to happen because like any major corporation or business, you pick the ideas and you try to execute. Right. That shit is going to come out whack if you don't do it with the person who's the originator. Sure. But And you may get lucky and do some dope shit, but it's not going to be... Like when you see the real shit, you're like, oh, right. yeah. Unless you that. get to go to the source, then it's going to be a exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like buying a replica jersey. Uh, you know what I mean? That's right. $140, baby. Authentic. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. You know what I mean? So after 2019, every MLS team will probably have a hip-hop representative. Guaranteed. That, Guaranteed. Because that. what we have in store this year in regards to what Six and just LAFC, the organization, is doing together has never been done. Let's bring hip-hop to the MLS. It's never been done. First of all, let's sit here and wait to see who's really embedded in the culture of soccer. That's hip hop. Yeah. Like embedded. No one. No Kanye. No Jay Z. Drake's not here, yeah. No Drake. Shout out shout out K Dot. That's my bro, but yeah. no K Dot yet. Cool rocking kids here and there. Cool. Well people rocking people kids. Rocking people are on the kids. fringe. People are on the fringe. People are rocking kids because it's just fashion. Now 
It's just what else can I wear? Right, right. That's what, that's hip hop. It's like let's sure. be different from everybody else. What right. else can we wear? Nobody's wearing this. Let me rock it. That's how I. That's what made me do it. For sure. You know what I mean? But no one's really no one's sitting at the matches mm-hmm. like really with the with the crowd, yeah. with the fans, with the supporter groups. Nobody even know what a supporter group is. True. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Atlanta got eighty thousand people in a in, in a stadium, and I bet you not one rapper from Atlanta can really break down every piece of whatever that is going on over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling you, bro, mark my word. Hopefully they keep coming to us because it's not just me who's doing it. It's all of us, bro. Like, this is all powered by the entire conglomerate of us. Yeah. So, yeah, hope, you know what I mean? So, hope, like Rich said this on the phone because I found out that another team is trying, got a hold of my rollout uh-huh. and now they're reaching out to other artists mm. to do the same exact rollout that we're doing fuck you galaxy <laughs> <laughs> so it's like so rich was like you know what it don't matter because that shit gonna be corny yeah and when we do it watch what's gonna happen right you know what i'm saying and so i'm confident enough to say Ain't nobody gonna fuck with us after this shit. So hell yeah, but 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 like you were just saying though, it's like to me the two biggest forces probably in my life in the world is like the world of football and the world of hip hop, mm. bro. And these two things around the world are are that. And if these two things that come together, it only makes sense. And so the the trinity, everything comes in threes. Remember every every like like when you let's say you think of just going to religion for a second, let's just tap into. I would say the most popular religion in the world, maybe, as far as popularity. Not sure, saying sure, sure. Christianity, right? Right, right, They believe in the Trinity. Right. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, whatever, right? Rule of threes, baby. Let's mm-hmm. go. So, and we can dig into numbers and science, and we can also talk We're about gonna it. The We're going to invite pod, six pod, baby. Right. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. All numerology pod. So, um, soccer, hip-hop, basketball, bro. That's next. Gotcha. Gotcha. The person to bring no bring that combination is going prob is probably gonna be Michael Jackson. The next Michael Jackson. And I'll probably so we're pro- I'm probably gonna be the next Michael Jackson. That's, you heard it here first, so. y'all. We got Michael Jackson on the pod. <laughs> well that's interesting though. Like basketball is kind of a, a, a link between those two. It's so, you know So I would say yeah. and here's the thing, because I'm also tied into a different uh I'm gonna call it a sport. Um, that is all that I'm also bringing to the fold, but it's just gonna sneak it through, and it's all gonna go hand to hand because they're all three of these are tied into hip hop. Uh-huh. So soccer, basketball, skateboarding. Hmm. Oh, okay. So I like I got a bunch of homies that like are professional skaters. Like yeah. I know Paul Rodriguez. I know. Shout out, yeah, P- that's the homie. Like shout out Manny Santiago, Chaz Ortiz. All of these, they're all like homies. You know what I mean? So, um, if you think, if you look around the world, obviously basketball is still kind of new around the world, mm-hmm. but it's now becoming really popular. Right. Especially Kobe's run and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. that's when I really started to see like basketball tap. And like LeBron now, obviously, mm-hmm. is carrying that. In torch. China and Greece. And Man, Germany, it's, all it's, that. Yeah. it's crazy. Shout now, out Steph Curry. Jeremy, Kirk, Lin. J- Jeremy <laughs> J- Lin over here. Hey. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. 
That's funny. Um, but around the world, a kid either has, and you see this in every commercial, they either have a soccer ball or a skateboard. Uh-huh. Every kid growing up, you either have a soccer ball or a skateboard. Universal things. Two most universal things as a kid. Yeah, that's all you got. 100%. So it's like, I'm going to create the hybrid, not the hybrid, but the create a world that where all of those things coexist with hip-hop being the foundation of it all, that brings it all together. Yeah. Hip-hop is the universal language. They say music is the universal language. Bro, hip-hop is the universal language. Agreed. I mean, yeah, it's the most listened to music now, so... Bro, you can go to any country. I don't care what country you go to. Bro, I was in Fiji for my honeymoon. Mm. Fiji. All right? I didn't even... There was no radio. I didn't even know where radio or nothing. <laughs> there was no T. I didn't even... I went to a place where there was no TVs. Uh. Bro, this kid came up to me. He said... You like 50 cents, shoot them up, bang, bang, right? <laughs> 50 cent, bro. I'm like, he don't even know what he's talking about, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's hip hop. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hip hop is the one thing that brings everything. That's why I was like, yo, soccer, this is, this is it. This is my home. Like, that's why the song's called My Home. Yeah. I was like, this is where I want to be. I don't care about the music industry. I don't care about record deals, all of that. I'd rather be here. Create music for this, live in this world, right. and I'm straight. Mm. Because this is going to bring everything else. Yeah. And everybody else is going to want to be a part of it. Are we going to see some more LAFC tracks this year? So, LAFC-related tracks? So, I mean, I feel like I have to <laughs> at this point. The video's dropping, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is the most... In, I may, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the mic is off, I may give a sneak peek. Hell yeah. You know? Um, that you see it first. I kind of want to do like a whole EP, like five song EP, and like I want to, I want to sample Jump. I want to sample Real Talk. No, no gas. No, uh-huh. no lame shit. I did the Spanish version of My Home, right? Uh-huh. I tried to do it in Korean. <laughs> it was just way too hard, bro. <laughs> it was, bro. It was just, it was just like. Like, I got through, like, the first, like, couple lines. I was like, bro, you should have just dialed Slim on the phone and he came there and no, spit it for you. There's Korean-American, like, rappers, like, Dumbfounded. Yeah, Dumbfounded is fire, bro. That's yeah, the, he, can't, he can't rap in Korean for shit. Right. <laughs> so, you know who I called to help? Uh, my boy, Pro, from Far East Movement. Mm. Oh, hell yeah. Shout out, Pro. That's the homie. So, I said, Pro, I need help, bro. He's like, what's up? I was like, I'm trying to rap this anthem in Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was French like, Korean ain't that good. Bro, that's what he said. He was like, bro, I'm going to keep it all the way a thousand. Yeah, he was like, I can't even do it, bro. I couldn't even help you. And he was like, I got a couple people who might can help you, though. He was like, bro, tell Ben Chi to come in for... Oh, yeah, He's Benji. like, Ben Chi's a rapper, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo. So I called Ben. I was like, Ben. You playing me, bro. They're going to be so mad that we talking about his rapper Yo, days right he now. He was so... He was like, stop, 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 stop. Shout stop, out to stop, boy stop. Lucky Lefty. <laughs> Lucky Lefty. Yo, but... Um, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm take a couple of the chance. Hell yeah. And dude. probably make like a little EP and just keep throwing that shit out there. Like, what, oh, is the, what is the rest of the hip-hop community? Like your, you know, your friends, people you know in LA. Mm-hmm. Have they, what have they said to you about all this? Those who have seen it. So, Dom Kennedy obviously fucks with it. Yeah. Dom Kennedy is in the video. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Dom Kennedy's in the video. Glasses Malone, shout out Glasses hey. from Watts. From Watts, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, he, I haven't heard of yeah. that name in so long. Yeah. Shout out Glasses He got some crazy Malone. shit about to Hell come yeah. out, bro. This shit is nuts that's about to drop. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's like a mad scientist. He's probably one of the smartest rappers I've ever met in my life, like next to like Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Like, Glasses say, Malone is a smart ass name. Bro, bro, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yo, bro, like, he's really like, he's another one of those, ma- he's like crazy with math, bro. Mm. It's oh, like oh, shit. you could throw any numbers. He's like, all right, that boom. Damn. But he also applies that same science to yeah, yeah. like life and like how oh, he plan rolls out marketing and shit yeah, like yeah. that. It's like this is this equals this, and you can't make a song like this because if it's in this key, then it's gonna. Blah, blah. It's like I'm DJ like, quick on the soundboard, bro. Like glasses is crazy, bro. And so, um, so glasses is in, he loves it. He brought he came to a match. I brought mm-hmm. him to a match. He was like, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. He fought me forever. About going. I'm not going to no soccer match. <laughs> fuck, I'm gonna do at a soccer match. I'm like, bro, it's not just a soccer match, bro. Yeah. You're gonna like, it's gonna fuck you up. Yeah. And he came and he, he just kept going, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he said, this yo. is crazy. So he fucks with it. Um, J Rock came to a match. He was the Falconer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was there that match mm-hmm. with uh, chilling with him. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, this shit crazy sticks. He was like, I'll be seeing this. Yo, Snoop. So I know everybody's mad at Snoop because of what he said on the little podcast or whatever, but Snoop is Snoop, dog. Yeah. He don't know. He don't oh, know what he's talking about. So, he just knows this a lot of times over then. Dude, Snoop, Snoop here's the thing. Snoop, there was an Adidas event. Snoop, uh, I was on tour with Snoop, so me and Snoop real tight. Yeah. And so... We're going to ask about your favorite Snoop memory um, later in the part. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> so Snoop says, he pulls me to the side and goes, Sticks. That shit you doing with that soccer team, dog, is crazy. Yeah. Y'all, he knows. It's, it's no gas. This is 100% verbatim what he said. He literally grabbed me and was like, yo, that shit is crazy. I was like, nigga, come to a match. For real. Come really see what it is. Because he haven't been. He don't, So he still don't even really know. Right, yeah. right. I'm, I'm gonna get him there. Watch. He need a sea walk and throw that falcon out one time. <laughs> that would be so fire. Tie a blue rag around the falcon and shit. Yo, that shit that would be fire. fire. So, um, so the hip hop community is like, and it's it's crazy because Nipsey, like K Dot, mm. like I said, K Dot like. So he knows he's watching yeah. everything happen. Doors opening up a little bit. People are peeking through. And so they like, Some damn, this shit look kind of crazy. I'm telling you, bro. When this video come out, watch watch what happened. Watch what's gonna happen. Good. Like, from the Puffies to the Nipsies to everybody gonna be like, yo, we wanna go. Mm-hmm. Like, what's good? Hell like, yeah. this is the new, cause everybody always trying to find the new thing. Right. Soccer is not a new thing, bro. It's just, I mean, it's still a baby in the United States. Yeah. But, and it's. But it's also about the experience, don't you think? Like, specifically the bank and like what it, like, the but things that's we talked about all through this bro, plot is just like how, how it feels. It's not in, it's, it's in LA. The mm-hmm. stadium is in LA, bro. Yeah. It's not in. The other city. Right. You know what I mean? No shameless plugs. Um, It's in L.A. So it's like, why wouldn't you want to go? Yeah. That's like, I almost feel like, no gas, like I almost feel like I feel better going there than when I go to the Staples. Mm. Yeah. Because the Staples is like bombarded with a couple of different things. The bank is the bank. Right. Mm. You come in there for one reason. Yeah. Or maybe rolling loud if you go to the festival. But, yeah. <laughs> but outside of that, you're coming there for one 
reason. Yeah. You're not going there to the movies. Right. You're not going there for a, a concert, no. basketball game, or or to go eat. Right. No, you coming there to see the. Yeah, you show up at 10 a.m. Saturday to tailgate for eight hours Come and to go on, into bro. a soft watchdog game. And the game, I mean, the game goes quick. There's nothing at halftime, and it's over, and you're done, right? So right. you can only really be there for that. There's not a lot of... Right, and that's what I'm saying. circumstance. For sure. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm telling you, bro. They see it. They want to fuck with it. They just need that. One more push to go. Mm-hmm. All right, you know what? This shit look cool as like shit. Like a motherfucking music video. And that's what and that's what I'm telling you. When that video drop, watch because we going hard as fuck. Like I'm, I want four three three to post this shit. Mm. Fucking Copa ninety, yeah, all of this yeah. shit. Like all of these motherfuckers. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on everybody neck with this video. I'm like, this is the <laughs> yeah, coolest yeah. shit y'all have ever done since y'all existed. Hell yeah. Sticks went from not knowing nothing about soccer to knowing the publication. <laughs> right. Four three three. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, winning eleven. Let's go. Boom. Yeah, right. Go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm like, I'm, I'm on everybody neck. Like I'm on all. Like, I'm like, this is the. This is going to be the best thing that y'all could ever do. Agreed. Ever. In regards to fucking uniting with hip-hop. Yeah. Like, Atlanta has the idea. Yeah. But that's because their culture in general is just so... Atlanta culture is just nuts. New York has a underground market that fuck, that has this little... But that right. fan base is more the Dominican and Puerto Rican. But Rico. that's what I'm saying. So, we got... Everybody Yeah And everybody fucks with hip hop Oh yeah dude So when we do the shit Niggas gonna be like Holy yeah. shit This is crazy We need to do that Heck yeah dude. And then every Rapper Artist Is gonna get tapped The only difference This is This is why we always Gonna reign supreme though Is because they're gonna be Doing it for the check So it's gonna be One quick hit And then they're gone Yeah I think shout I'm, out to Ray, it's for the passion. The passion. <laughs> you know what well, I'm no, saying? Shout out to Sticks for, I mean, he broke down his experience for us and told us like how he got put on. It wasn't Bro. some premeditated, mm-hmm. oh, he saw like a way in. He came to a game and he got moved and he went and recorded a song, you know, in what, 30 minutes, yeah. right? 30, that's how, like that's 45 minutes max, bro. That's not some premeditated shit, right? Pre-mix there. and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No yeah. real mix, just pre-mix. Yeah. That's why we messed with you like immediately. We're like, oh, this is not for a check. This, yeah. this guy's about it. You talking about energy before. This yeah. is we all here for the same exact energy that's that it, you, you found here. So hip hop, if anything else, is about finding just hot spots of energy. We that's it, bro. Recognize it before anyone else. Yeah. So that's it, man. Season two. Shoot. I think this is the year, man. Hell yeah. Shit Bef- fire. Before we close it out, of course. Let's talk a little bit about Los Angeles hip hop. What all are you right. listening to these days? What's what's in st- what's in Sticks playlist right now? Me. <laughs> I got like four albums unreleased that ain't never came out. It's just I just be driving, riding around up, and I listen to beats. My son and my wife hate. I listen to beats all day. <laughs> you guys got shaking his head. You can't trash. Kai's over here shaking his head. Bro, a hater, bro. I'm a hater. Kai, what do you listen to? Um, whatever my dad listened to. It's mostly my dad's rap uh-huh. that I listen to. So. Right, that's fair. Um, you got a good son right there. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a good answer. Um, no, K Dot for sure all day. Yeah, I love Bunt. Um, I try to like just throw on playlists and shit, like because I always want to know what everyone else is listening for to. Sure. Like I'm a fan of the youngest rappers so all the way to. I still will throw on fucking Doggy Style and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Get Richard Die Trying or the Golden Era. You know what I mean. Shit. Uh, you know, Volume One. Life and Times of Sean Carter. Yeah. Not reasonable doubt. That's too easy to throw on. But, <laughs> you know, Volume 1, that's that's the shit that ain't nobody listen to. They got the hidden gems on there. You must have loved me and shit like that. 
You know what I'm saying? So reasonable doubt is low hanging fruit. I, it's just like it's yeah, too easy. You're right. That's it, like being a Laker fan. If I, if, I, <laughs> if I put you and Slim in a car on the way to Atlanta to watch a game, and for some reason no iPhones, no iPods, you guys got two CDs with you, what's it gonna be? Ooh, damn, that's tough. So you guys get one each? Is that is yeah. that the okay? Doggy Step. It's the greatest album in hip hop history. Damn, it's uh, me. All right, I'll go a little more current. I'll do Good Kid, Bad City. Nice. I call I called it the the West Coast Illmatic. Yeah, but I that, mean, that means we're ignoring Illmatic here. We okay? Yeah, L.A. I, honestly, I could just fun. listen it's to fun. the freestyle. <laughs> like, I respect freestyle. that enough. I respect that enough. It's I could fun. just listen to the backseat freestyle the whole way there. Listen, I love man. good kid. Dude. I love good kid. <laughs> listen, I've, I've come man. to freaking love and appreciate dog, doggy freestyle. style. I mean, it, the best hip hop albums of all time is between Doggy Style and The Chronic. Doggy style. Is the most important LA album of all time. Woo! Of all time. All right. Long Beach rapper, West Coast gangster rap. Like that's like the child of NWA. Like, yeah. I can't count the Chronic because that's like a compilation. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. It's still a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't make okay. it. That doesn't mean it's not a classic. Yeah. But it's a compilation. Yeah. Okay. You got multiple a bunch of rappers. Yeah. This is just Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Dr. Dre, dog fresh out the the first song out the gate <laughs> to the shiznit. Dog, this out al- that is the most. Without that album, there is no. I don't think we. I don't think we hear Kendrick. I don't think we get Kendrick without that album. Mm. I don't think we get a Nipsey. I don't think we get. All of the other West Coast rappers. I don't think we get game. Do we get a sticks? Probably not. Because no. that was like one of the first ones that you That was one of my first CD. CDs I ordered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, not for 20. I don't, I don't. No, my first, all right, let's go to the first purchases of all to, as, as a kid. My first music purchase, lame, lame shit. <laughs> um, Ninja Turtles. Hey. Ninja Turtles movie soundtrack, the first one. <laughs> Shout out to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out here, dog. Hey, hey, it has some crazy hip hop shit on yeah, there, though, bro. Michelangelo, yo, hell yeah. Right, yo. So after that, my second music purchase was Vanilla Ice because it was like thirty nine <laughs> cent in the Sam Goody rack. <laughs> yeah. But my re- first real purchase, hip hop, was Dead Presidents Jay Z. That was my Ooh. first. It was a tape. That was the first thing I ever, like, real hip-hop that I ever bought. Yeah. The first CD I ever bought was Juvenile, 400 Degrees. <laughs> that was the first CD. I bought it from the warehouse. Oh. The warehouse. Oh, Bro, shit. It was, in the, it was in the clearance rack for $4.99. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck is Juvenile? <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. The album cover looks cool. <laughs> Yo. Those are the, those are the Yo. album covers. And I put it in, and that first song, and boom. You were the big body biz, huh? <laughs> I was like, yo, I don't know what this is, but it's crazy. Uh, it's it fire. Yo, and, and that was that was the first CD. But I listened to Dead President. When I bought that tape, I listened to that like a hundred times straight. I was like, man, I can't understand what he's saying yeah. just yet. It's like over my head. Because right. he's talking like some real money shit. Yeah, and yeah. I'm from nothing. Like, I'm broke as fuck. Like, I'm from nothing. So I can't but sound like he's saying some dope shit. And then I end up seeing like the video on the box or some shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, he got money. <laughs> so uh, so I couldn't really relate to that at that time. But yeah. when I seen Juvenile's video for high, 
I was like, damn, this is like where I grew up at. This shit is the slums. <laughs> and then after that is when I bought all of those CDs. Right. And then, you know, so Doggy Style, dog. That's the number one CD I remember the most. I bought that CD like twice. Hmm. That oh, shit yeah. is the most, oh, yeah. I'm telling you, bro, that is the most important album in West, West Coast history. Top five album. This is the never-ending conversation. <laughs> Doggy Style. Hmm. No order. I can't put it in order. It's just too hard. Doggy style, I'ma pick Stillmatic over Illmatic. Oh, wow. Okay. That shit had rewind on there, bro. I've never heard a song like that in my life. Mm, still yeah. to this day. Where you rap a whole song backwards, but it's forward. It's like I spit a story backwards, it starts at the ending. Come on, bro. After when he said that, I was like the bullet go back in the gun. <sighs> Shoot up, now I go back to square one. Yo! I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. <laughs> I wrote an academic paper about that song. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> it, was also my first, it was also my first novel album. It was also my first novel album. Yo. In high school, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm sick, yeah. dog. I'm so sick. When I heard that song, I was like, <laughs> I was like, who is he, man? Yeah. Like, how did he do that? He's not human. Uh, uh, keep, going, stay, no, keep going. I like this top five. Like Stillmatic, Doggy Style. All right. Don't hate me. But Black Album. Over reasonable doubt. Oh wow! Upset, upset alert. Oof. Black album is probably Jay Z's best album from top to bottom. Damn. I still think he probably should have just left it at that. Put an hour on the you clock, y'all. Way? Let's go. Yeah, let's go. You ever, no, you ever feel that way though? You ever feel like he should have just left it at that? He could have. He could have, and just the way would have walked out. But we, he do it. But in today, in 2018, 2017, whatever can we needed four 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 though. That's we true. need we needed that at that time because. Hip hop was just talking about nothing, yeah. and he came in and was like, "You know what? You motherfuckers are spending your money on stupid shit. How about buy this and buy that?" And we're like, hey, "You know what? I, maybe I should invest." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Moonlight when he talks about running to Beverly Hills with your masters. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Wow. So we, that was a, like we need we need that from someone every now and then yeah. to get people from. Hold on, you fucking rappers making all this money and spending it on chains and cars. Mm. Yeah, do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. I agree. you know what I mean? So black album. And we, we can touch on that after I finish. <laughs> um, That's three. So Doggy Style, Stillmatic, Blackout. I like this list, man. It's new. It's fresh. AT Aliens. Jeez, mm. okay. No no argument here. Jeez, AT Aliens. <sighs> last one. I got one more slot. It's always the last one that's the hardest to choose. That's hard. Because that's when all the other ones just <laughs> come, come up. Yeah, man. Because you went fast through the first four. Yeah. There's a lot of people who gonna hate me. They're gonna be like, you didn't say. Yeah. It's a tie. I, I'm sorry. I hate doing ties. There's no ties in sports. <laughs> sorry, you're, 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 you're There's ties in soccer. Yes. Yeah. There's ties in soccer. It's so. a soccer podcast, so. All eyes on me and life after death. Woo. Okay. Okay. That's, that's, that's like a poetic is. tie, too, though, mm-hmm. between those two. I like it. Those are, those are the five. I know I'm just waiting for Josh to chime in with his New York shit. I gave him still mad. Yeah, you got still mad at that. That's yeah, good. and we're both yeah. Nas heads over over Jay. Yeah, we so. covered, so it's fine. I mean, I personally, I just go Illmatic. It was written, and I'm good with that. But still mad, you're with me. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. It's good. Rewind is one of the best songs in hip hop history ever made. Shoot. Ever. Shoot, shoot don't please. Shoot. Oh my god. Come on, bro. Like that shit Jeez. is like nuts. Yeah. Now, <coughs> Black Album. Yeah, tell, talk to me about that. From beginning to end, if we pull up track listing, <laughs> Reasonable Doubt, and we pull up track listing, Black Album, uh-huh. I bet you you skip more Reasonable Doubt than you uh, skip Black Album. 
The hits are wild on Black Album. You're right. It just forget hits, just records. Just okay. I'm talking okay. about. Started for never been a nigga all this. Come on, man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fresh out the gate. <laughs> what more can I say? Uh, like out the gate. And what song comes after that? Yo. Can I get an encore? Oh my god! <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> he gave us PSA on that. You still hear PSA today at every club around the world yeah. at two thirty a.m. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Somebody's playing it. Somebody's got to reintroduce themselves. You're all getting tired. You got to get this Bro, one. it never, never fails. You Shout will. out 2K15 for putting that on. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yeah. all the kids. Uh, and I was like, yo, so I was like, every dog, dog, dog. He gave us DJ Quick on that, dog. Moment of clarity. What else? He gave us, he gave us Allure. This was before Encore got spoofed a ton by all the Linkin Park right. and all that. Well, yeah, this yeah. Was like, that was a money grab. Yeah. Justify My right. Thug was the... Did you justify, right? Yo, Justify My Thug. Justify My Thug. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yo. Jay on a baseline. Threats. It's probably unbeatable, dude. Oh, dog, come on, dog. Yeah. All right. I can. I, I'm not. I'm not even gonna front on that Come argument. On, I'm not uh, even that big of a Jay fan, but I'm gonna. I'll concede. I'll concede that the Black Album could definitely supersede Reasonable Doubt. Jay Z is the the most important. No, he's not. The Ooh, most important. That's, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. So he's caught himself for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I to say something. Okay. Jay Z matters. Top five. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Top five. Now we talking artists. All right. Yeah. No albums. No order. Hove, Pac, Big. Excuse me. Eminem. Ooh, Eminem. Okay. Yeah. Now we finna get tricky. Now it gets tricky because now we still got. Who's on the board? You still right? got, you got Andre and Nas. You got Andre and Nas. Andre. We got Nas. Top five alive. Alive? Mm. Oh, Drake, K Dot, Cole. Don't hate me for Drake. Drake is. Oh, we're going with Super Current. Okay. Uh, you said alive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Jay Z. Jay don't count as alive. <laughs> he's, like, he's like honorably dead. <laughs> He's like, you can't, like, Kanye, like, you yeah. can't, like... All right, I, know, all right. I know what you mean. You mean alive in a... In right, okay. Not, all right, yeah, let's finish You gotta be more then. than breathing to be alive. I hear that. So there's there's two more spots for you right there. Because technically, there's, like, three categories. It's, like, dead or alive. Then there's, like, alive, but, like, don't count alive. Like, they're all unicorns already. Right, and yeah, then yeah, there's, yeah. like, alive, like, right now. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know what? All right, I'm gonna go ahead and end this. The best rapper of all time is Baby Bash. This <laughs> and that's been, a wrap. <laughs> this has been your favorite LAFC podcast, FCFC. Well, actually, before we go, Sticks, please plug all your your yeah everything. Uh, social social media. Media. Man, everything at Watt Sticks. W a t t s s t i x. Watt Sticks. Shout outs. I actually DM back for those who people be like, oh man, you got too many followers. You're not gonna see it. I actually look at all my DMs like oh, a yeah. madman. That's how I this interview happened. And through yeah, a DM. Through DM. Yep. Yeah, I literally respond. All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to plug that's coming up for you? Hey, man, you know, just just stay tuned, man. Think Watts. Uh, ThinkWatts.com. At Watts Sticks. ThinkWatts.com. Before we go, how'd you get your name? Sticks. Oh, for being skinny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Blanco. my name is Slim as well. Yeah. This has been the FCFC pod. Along with Dweez and Josh and Kai, we appreciate y'all being <laughs> out. Kai's getting cold. He's got his sweater up. Yeah. It's cold. <laughs> it's, it's a weird cold February. I don't blame you. Thank you, Kai, for bearing with us. Thank you, everybody. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Let's get it. Peace. Hell yeah. Dude. FCFC. 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 FCFC.
FCFC.